with us on a journey into the unknown, the unexplained, and the unbelievable. We will test your senses and challenge your beliefs. A world where science and religion clash. Or do they? You will meet real people and hear real stories, but you will not believe. You will witness strange sights and hear strange sounds, but you will not believe. This is the New England Ghost Project. Welcome to the Nightmare. Well, holy crap. Never mind. Anyways, uh, Happy New Year, everyone, and welcome to Ghost Chronicles International... New England's own Van Helsing here. So, and with me, of course, is the gold standard and ghost hunter, the uh, god of it. Whoever he is, yeah. yeah. yeah Somebody's got COVID brain, haven't they? So I decided, like, ah, you know what? I'll go in and, and I'll say Happy New Year in Polish to everyone. Happy New Year, by the way. So I, I went and, of course, I put it in. How do you say Happy New Year in Polish? Uh, no way. S Z C Z. E S L I W E G O splice N O W E G O splice R O K U. So, Nuigo Roko, I do know. Nuigo Roko, I could do, but say Lago, I don't know. Forget it. So, Happy New Year. That's enough of that foolishness. And where are you, where is your ancestry from, Ron? Poland. Yeah. It's not like we were taught Poland. I didn't go to Polish school. My sisters went to Polish school. I didn't. I went, to, I went to Gothbound American school where I was taught Americana language here. Yeah. You still can't speak that either. I can't really. No. I got an, ah. somebody sent me an application for a job uh, for a, a radio uh, host. And uh, two, two top uh, things were uh, pronunciation and vocabulary. <laughs> and I was like, okay, see you later. <laughs> oh, dear. Anyway, ain't, ain't never oh, dear. Oh, dear. Yeah, been, been a bit un, under the weather, have we? Back COVID again. Yeah, I, back, in the, back in your, uh, did, they, did they save you uh, a gurney at the ER? Oh, they gave me a special room. I thought I you mean, said, I would have thought you would have had your own. Yeah. I know, my own private room. Well, you, it's like an annual thing, isn't it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. They, I mean, let's face it. The the when I went in the ER, I went in at three o'clock in the morning because I like to go in at three o'clock in the morning because usually that's the least busiest. <laughs> but anyways, uh, and there's no traffic, so it's quick and easy. But anyways, I went at three o'clock in the morning, and uh, yeah, uh, they were. Uh, of course, they they added the uh, the uh, enforcement of the, the uh, what do you call it, those things, face masks again, everybody wears face masks. And the reason why is they're down 46 people, all with COVID. So it's like, okie dokie. So they, yeah. were, happy, they were happy to see me. <laughs> yeah. Uh, just just call me a little skeptical about this, but I think since since 2020, I mean, yeah, people get COVID. I accept that. And I know people that have been quite poorly with COVID. I accept mm -hmm. that too, mm -hmm. including you. Mm -hmm. But I think a lot of people are using the I've got COVID as a bit of a malingerous charter. In fact, I know it to be true because uh, in 2021, we were on holiday mm -hmm. and uh, we'd booked a holiday. So we were on holiday legitimately. 
Mm-hmm. And there were a lot of people around because we go out of season. And there were a lot of people there who, because here in the UK, all you had to do was phone up, say to your employer, I've tested positive. And they said, fine, don't come into work for seven days or until you've had three negative tests, blah, blah, blah. And people were just phoning up saying, you know what, I feel like a week off. I'm going to phone my employer and go, oh, I've just tested positive. Every, every school child at my son's school knew how to make a COVID test positive. Mm. With the simple addition of a drop of lemonade. Mm. It's like, come on. I mean, half, half down here in the UK, half the people are off sick with COVID. Mm-hmm. But anyway, Sky Charter. Mm. It is what it is. Yeah. But, yeah. I'll tell you what, it's funny though, because like there's a bit of a scare here in the UK because apparently there's it's doing the rounds. And yeah. you're driving around <laughs> and people pass you in their cars and they're on their own in a car driving along with the with windows the up on. because it's winter with the mask on. Yeah. You think uh, no. Oh dear! It's what it is. Like people, but not, they don't bother you. I don't really care what they do. Quite frankly, it just looks ridiculous. I mean, what are we yeah, terrified well, that's, of? That's that's their problem, not yours. Then why what, do you even what, care? What, what, why, why do you we... even care? Wait a minute. Why do you even care? Well, why do you have to as, stick your as, nose in somebody else's business human, whether they wear a mask human, or they don't? Well, I don't. Care I suppose you don't looks. like Muslims wearing their headdresses either. So uh, you know, I mean, what what the hell? I'm not I'm not even going to discuss Muslims and their headdresses. That, that's their business. That's their religion. Exactly. Their so if somebody wants to wear a freaking mask, I don't stop alone, people then... wearing a mask. What I was just care? I don't care. I was just sniggering at well, the you ridiculousness. Must be. You brought it up on the radio. I brought it up for the ridiculous situation of somebody sitting alone in a vehicle with the windows mm. up in winter wearing a mask. It looks ridiculous. You know they were alone in the baby. They could have a baby in the back seat, for all you know. They could have had a midget in the back seat. They could have had a midget. They could have had someone hopping on the floor, for all we know. But what do you care? It didn't hurt you. No, it didn't hurt me. Okay. Carry on. So, Christmas is coming on. Uh, Was Father Christmas good to you? Father Christmas is always good to me. What, did he bring you anything really cool? Nothing. What? Nothing. I didn't really. I didn't need or want anything. The, I never need or want anything. But yeah, well, I'm I, I'm not the sort of person that gets excited over socks and handkerchiefs. Well, I don't know. They're really sexy so. Socks. So people know there's not a lot of point. <laughs> well, I was extremely happy. I got my weather station, so I got it out there, and I got hit by that big storm, and I was excited. I could measure the wind speeds and directions and the total rainfall and all that other crap. So I was extremely excited with that. So uh, hope you've I got snow. Are you due a big snowstorm soon? We already had our big snowstorm. We got fourteen did, did, inches, no, fifteen inches of snow. And well, then I can believe last, you now you've got a weather station. Now this this yesterday, we, of course, we we it was fifty degrees and we got three inches of rain and fifty five mile an hour winds. So. No, that's British weather. Mm-hmm. See, I suppose it's New England after all. It collapsed kind of my, collapsed my uh, 
garage roof a little bit, but that's the way it goes. Anyway, so yeah, I was happy with my weather station. I am extremely happy, actually. I've always wanted one. It just never was never my thing of list to care that That's much sim- about. That genuinely surprises me, given your um, environmental right. qualifications and interest in the environment and your... Can you rig it up to your plant talking device? I uh, may do that if I can resurrect the poor thing. Well, uh, I was reading what you posted about that in the run-up to Christmas. It was fascinating stuff. It was good stuff. It was, I I like the way, well, it was a long time ago, but, you know, the way you and your brother were thinking when the, when you set up the, I thought, I like that way of thinking. Really? Go ahead. What's the punchline? There isn't a punchline. I was, I was quite impressed. Really? No, I'm really, absolutely, genuinely. Hmm. I was waiting for the other shoe to drop. I'm sorry, but there isn't another shoe to drop. I was impressed. In case you, anybody doesn't know what we're talking about, back in... Yeah, you can explain it now. Yeah, back in my early days, uh, when I, I had just uh, got out of college, graduated uh, with my environmental degree, and I worked for Macalester Scientific, and uh, that was, if you don't remember, that was the beginning of the whole Earth movement and all that stuff, so... I was pretty much involved in a lot of it. I was Earth uh, Day coordinator for our campus and, and a bunch of other crap, but whatever. Uh, so when I was working at McAllister, they asked me to, to uh, uh, design some certain things for them, and I, and I did. And then I, on my own, uh, on a different topic, uh, I designed some environmental teaching kits. and. Uh, I brought it in front of them and I went in front of their board and they looked at it and they, they were quite impressed with it and they wanted to know what I wanted, uh, whether they want them to manufacture it, did I want uh, them to sell them the, the rights to it or, or whatever. And I, of course, said, because I'm an idiot, I said, no, I want to produce them. <laughs> so I started my manufacturing company, uh, Exit environmental experimentation, investigation, technical assistance. And uh, that was it. And we designed and manufactured environmental teaching aids for colleges and uh, uh, schools and uh, whoever else. And we were expanding into different things. And one thing we did get a look at, look at because if you remember then, the book, Secret Life of Plants had just come out. Uh, and was a big deal. So I took a look at that and I, I found that fascinating. And then I talked to my brother and we came up with this idea about the plant talker, which is a biofeedback device for plants. And there you go. So that's what it is. It's it's a it's a biofeedback device for plants, basically didn't, almost didn't a, you find didn't you find one of the prototypes last year? I did find the prototype. In fact, it's sitting in my my uh uh, laboratory, not my laboratory, maybe you call it workbench. Should maybe resurrect it. Yeah, it needs some work. It's been out Well, yeah, you know, I'm just shed. thinking it could be the next ghost hunting device, couldn't it? You know, we could. You uh, know, I have thought about that, Steve. Well, we, how we, how do the plants it, respond to this? Parallel? Well, yeah, but could the plants act as a witness in our absence? Can you get your geranium to tell you whether there's a ghost that's been in the room while you were out? 
Actually, it could answer one of the great conundrums. One of your plant talkers could answer one of the great conundrums of Which the is? twenty of of the twentieth century. Which is if a tree falls in a forest, does it <laughs> make a noise? <laughs> we get asked because we could get the other trees <laughs> to tell us. <laughs> You realise the implications of this could be earth-shattering. There, I mean, at that time there were uh, devices out there, but they were. Uh, I remember extremely expensive. I mean, we were talking, you know, thousands of dollars, and we had reduced it and made it available. The that was the whole idea is to make it available to other yeah. people so they could experiment with it. And we had brought it. I think it was seventy-nine dollars or something at the time. We had. We're able to uh, bring the cost down, so we sold a lot to colleges and schools and uh, Playboy magazine. <laughs> but whatever. <laughs> I suppose that's something to shout about. Weird stuff. But yeah, I bet you haven't still got the original Playboy advert, so have you? I do. You do, and St. John lets you keep that uh, copy of Playboy in the house. She used to buy me Playboy for Christmas every year, a copy. Yeah, I I only ever read it for the interesting uh, articles. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> anyway, but, yeah, I, mean, but I mean, it is that sort of lateral thinking that does kind of work in some ways in the paranormal community, but can it does result in some of these bizarre pieces of equipment that we do see, and some would you know there are people who would suggest I the plant talking they would completely misunderstand the idea and you can see which, which way they would go with it they would just ridicule it straight from the off but the word devices i remember them uh, we used to get magazines with the sunday newspapers it, it was just full of like they were like miniature catalogues full oh of yeah 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 pilots t-shirt uh, pilots you know genuine pilot shirts and uh, devices for straightening the edges, the brims on hats and mm -hmm. shoes that didn't need polishing. And there were, at the time, there were items, um, your, let your plants tell you whether they need watering and you simply put this in the plant pot with the plant. It, they they worked on I think they were on they worked on moisture detection. Oh, moisture, yeah, yeah, I used to yeah, sell them. Moisture. They were a little plastic enclosed thing and they had like a... Uh, a paper in it and uh it the moisture of course would go in between and it would wet the paper and that would, would actually tell you it would change color so yeah yeah i used to sell those actually as part of the well the these were electronic ones they had the little, these were operated with the pp3 battery and oh they were battery operated okay yeah. These, yeah and it was done to a little tiny um rudimentary voice chip and so really? you're, you're when I say voice chip, it wasn't like a digital recording. Um, oh. and, and basically the plant would sort of say, help me. Okay. Um, or, or or it would indicate, there was another version I recall uh, that my auntie had, and it indicated either a smiley face or an unhappy face <laughs> or, or a dead plant um, sign. And you knew whether, you know, how much water to add to make the plant happy. Yeah, you know, we were lucky because we were brought up with a lot of access to some of these 
you know, there was a lot of interest in science. There really was at that time. And it, we don't have that nowadays. Kids are No, we don't. We, because bows and stuff, you know? Well, you, you're absolutely right. I mean, everybody's talking about AI and artificial intelligence and yeah. how it's going to change. But what you don't see, in the, particularly in the youngsters now, um, any interest in science. When I was a kid growing up, I was absolutely obsessed, obsessed with um, Apollo and Gemini before that and the moon landings and Concorde and how these things worked and flew. And I watched every documentary that was every book I could get my hands on. I didn't get a, a comic at Christmas. I got technical stuff oh. um, because it fascinates me. But now Science illustrated. I, yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, but now, you know, you look at, I look at my boys, they're 13 and 10. And if it's not on a gaming console, they don't care. Yeah, it's a shame. They, they watch videos of people playing video games. They watch games of people playing video games. It's like, yeah, sad. And you can't interest them in science. We take them to museums, we take them to, exhibitions and we take them to you know to see stuff working and they just they look at the screen all the time when i was a kid i actually i would make my own museum i would collect certain things and then have little placards and have that and charge my family members a nickel to see it <laughs> yeah well that's the money making side of it yeah i always had a money making side it was yeah. never very good but i had a money making side yeah, I'm not, I never had the money making side, and still don't. I picked a I picked a career that doesn't pay at all. Um, no, I never did either. <laughs> but, but I mean, I had a I mean, I had a chemistry set when I was a kid. I mean, that was yeah. I, I, tele- I actually I still have, right. I still have my childhood chemistry set. Me too. I got runs up in the attic. Uh, uh, telescope, microscope. I always had a microscope. Yeah. Microscope is the coolest thing in the world. A few uh, couple of years ago, I bought the boys um, a modern version of a microscope. It's basically like a USB device that you plug into a computer, and it's a microscope, but you look at it with a computer, and okay, you can yeah, take that. So it, it's kind of like just a very close focusing camera, right? Um, but it'll still, you know, still magnify up to a hundred times. And mm-hmm. we, I, I found, I went in the attic and I found a box of slides of insect legs and bumblebee wings oh, and pollen that. and all, you know, all that stuff that we had. And nah. Mm. Nah, weren't interested. Not the slightest. And that's the weird, that's the weird thing that, you know, this, this, and it, it kind of extends into the paranormal if people are wondering where this conversation's going. Um, because oh, gave up a long time ago. People don't seem to scratch under the surface. There is no desire to scratch under the surface. When they go on a ghost hunt, it's like, is there anybody there? Oh, thank you very much. It's not like, what was that bloody noise? Where did it come from? What caused it? How did it happen? It's everything. This is presumption that it is. That, yeah. <laughs> the, other, the other thing that I've noticed is they can't seem to do the basic the really really basic stuff like if my the boys want to the boring stuff like writing um when my boys now ask want to ask a question like you know how many moons has 
the planet Mars got? The obvious answer is we would now, you know, we would, in the past, we would have used an encyclopedia and we would have looked it up in a book. Now you've got the internet, but they don't type into the computer anymore. They're talking with Siri, how many moons has the Alexa? How many? Mm. And, and and even really trivial stuff, like how many days are in October? And it's like, what are we? You know, we don't use our brain is what we're doing. We are in danger of being replaced. And we're not questioning. That's the thing. And you do see that in the paranormal. There is now no no questioning. We just accept the rubbish that is first presented to us if it seems plausible. Mm-hmm. That's just weird. Yeah. So I got another little cool gift for Christmas too, which was something I wanted because I think I'm going back to my old school roots here and deviating a little bit from what you do, but it is what it is. The uh, I got a multifunctional uh, base thermometer and side units, but. The, the way I like this is it's it's a separate unit, plus it displays all the different uh, modules on one single screen. So you can see variations in temperature from any of the modules at all, anywhere. And uh, so I, I, I particularly want this one because it measures ambient uh, temperature, by the way. So I particularly want this one for the uh, red light science, of course, is because, you know, a lot of times people say, oh, it's cold under the table. I feel a chill under the table or, you know, it, it's like a draft here. And so I can place multiple thermometers in and around the seance table and uh, get instant readings from, uh, you know, Jim being off monitoring everything can give us uh quick readings whether we show nothing or we show something or whatever so i'm excited about that i'm going to try it out and see how it bears so uh, yeah i was happy with those oh that that sort of thing will please me we we have a similar system that we use um when we're investigating uh properties uh, and it has actually been used on a couple of uh, replication seances um, were exactly in, in the way that you described. When people oh. say the room is getting colder or warmer, or they feel colder or warmer, right. then obviously we want to document it. And so we have a system that feeds up to twenty sensors. Um, Did we see them all at once? We can. That's pretty um, good. And I, these, I, I like these that. feed yeah. in. These feed in via, via a wireless system. And yeah, same the, same with these. But the thing that we used to have them before, but that you would have to change channels all the time to yeah. To see well, the modern ones do it. Yeah, the modern yeah. ones you can you can select one, two, ten, as many as you've got. You just keep adding, and it displays them all, and it'll display as many as you want at one time, um, and it updates itself once every second. Excellent. But what 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 we realised is, of course. If you place it in close proximity to a to a person, mm-hmm. it's going to record the temperature of that of person course. is going to influence it. Yeah, of course. Yeah. So as a standard, uh, rather than there being any variation as a standard, we mounted the thermometers onto the right shoulder of every person. 
so that the reason for that was we had a standard point of me a standard measuring point on each individual which was their right shoulder right and so we would clip the device to their right shoulder um not not the human shoulder but their item of clothing at the right shoulder um, I like that. That's pretty good. And so we then, you know, individuals were hotter and colder, so we had a running baseline anyway. Right. But what we were looking for, because they are obviously influencing the thermometer, is variation. So if they said they are feeling hotter and colder, mm -hmm. um, it was suggested that we try rectal probe thermometers. <laughs> <laughs> That way we could take core temperatures, but that yeah. was ruled out by the team on ethical grounds. Um, although, other, other al things. although we did have two volunteers mm. um, who who said that they would wear them. Oh my god! Uh, <laughs> Wasn't yeah, Dylan? Were. Was it? <laughs> no, this was years before Dylan was a member. Oh, okay, um, because the team are a valuable resource and i don't mean for sticking things in and and, and on i mean as observers and mm -hmm. as reporters of experiences and that's why we use the team in that way they you know they they are invaluable to what we do um in in testing the veracity of the claims that are being made and so i would be equally excited by by such a system in fact during the course of last year i updated our system uh, to make it it was a software update primarily, but it did, you know, um, you have to pay for these systems. Yeah, off, uh, off the air, you have to tell me what the system you use and so forth. I'm intrigued by that. Yeah, I'll send you the link. Yeah, because, uh, you know, this, uh, this I'm sure is, it, it, we're coming up with a break, by the way. Um, yeah, I mean, most of the system, once you've bought the software, most of the sensors themselves, we pick them up off Amazon for about 25 quid each. Yeah. Well, it's still they're not cheap. That's you know. No, uh, I think we've fair, got fair fair amount. You know, well, you have ten up, of them. That's that's two hundred fifty quid. So, well, we have twenty eight of them. The so that gives you an idea right there. Anyways, yeah. we do have to take a break right now. You're listening. Yes, we are back like a bad penny to uh, the two old men of the paranormal. We are getting up there. Uh, me more than you. Um, Statler, oh, light years ahead of me. Statler and Waldorf of the Paranormal, Steve Parsons and Mark Kolick, right here on Tojinet Radio, brought to you by Circles of Wisdom, 286 Merrimack Street, Methuen, Massachusetts, the Gallant Messier Family Law Group, 15 High Street, North Andover, Massachusetts, and our super duper good friends on Ghost Chronicles Radio on Patreon. Become a member and help us produce these fabulous shows that are just too breathtaking to even to describe on the air. So uh, come, <coughs> excuse me. So stay tuned and we'll be right back after the following message here on Tojinet. with a cutting edge. Do you have a paranormal event, book, or something else you want people to know about? 
then why not advertise it on Ghost Chronicles Radio? With over 150,000 downloads a month, get your message out to an audience that's interested in the subject. We have a plan at a cost that fits your needs. For more information, contact Ron Kolick at anyghostproject at comcast.net or call 978-455-6678. Located in Illinois, there lies a sleepy little town where nothing is a common occurrence. You going to that party in town tonight? Heck yeah! I only turned 18 once. That is until the night of celebration. Where the hell is she? Oh no. No, 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 Jessica! From the creators of Shadowhunters, bite me, comes a tale of primal terror and grindcore mayhem. Shadowhunters, kill Jessica, kill! This is part second half of the first half. It's been so long, so I forgot. Hang on, let me just. This is the yeah, second please, half please. of the first half of tonight's Two Hours Ghost Chronicle special. Followed, this is the international, followed by the basket edition or something. Yeah, something. Is that right? Sure. Yeah. I'm getting a little echo. You get an echo? No, 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 no. Mm, very strange. Hmm. Anyway, it's the way it is. Also, one other gift I got for Christmas, which I was extremely happy for, is I got a new digital recorder too. So, because my other one is pretty much about time. Yeah, it died. Your digital recorder is so old; it's analog. I wish it was analog. <laughs> uh, well, you were with me when I picked up some really good ones from thrift stores. I know. I haven't been able to find another one since. I found any haunted objects. No, not sense. Jeez. That's the way it goes. See, I'll leave you alone for five minutes and this happens. Now it's been uh it's been quiet on the uh find your own crap place. So anyway, got a nice cooking pan, but that's about it. Oh, that's no good. But to me it is. I cook a lot. So anyway. Uh so I don't know if you know this, but I'm sure you do. Is our uh, friend uh, Baba Vanger has uh, come up with their new predictions for 24, which is amazing since she's dead. But what do I know? <laughs> 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 yeah, 
Yeah, it's like the old Bulls Almanac that we get every year. He's been yeah. dead a long time as well. <laughs> still how, knocking him out there, though. How how can they even justify that? I don't know. But the thing is, it sells and it sells because we like to know what's going to happen, don't we? I mean, it's a big thing. Even if it really, doesn't. <laughs> even if it doesn't. It's a big thing in the newspapers here in the UK um, just after Christmas. Yeah. All of the main newspapers um, consult their astrologists. Oh, damn, you uh, should have saved one. That would have been great to bring up. Uh, well, in previous years, I have actually kept last year's to see if they did come true. Did they? Um, no. Uh -huh. um, but, I mean, this year is like, there will be great change in government. Yeah. Now, we're, we're in an election year, and I know there's an election year in the US as well, so that's kind of a no-brainer. Yeah. Um, one, of the, one of the leading astrologists, predicted um, or claims to have successfully predicted the death of Queen Elizabeth II uh, in 2023, which yeah. indeed she did say in 2022, in December 2022, she said she foresaw the death of the Queen. Um, she then added that Prince Charles would not be king and oh, that, that the crown would pass to, and that the Britain would become a republic. Um, uh, she also up. predicted the death of the Queen in 2020, 2018, 2017. <laughs> Keep doing it long enough, they'll get it right in the end. Yep. What's that saying? You know, even a broken clock is right twice a day or something. Not if it's got only one hand. I know you're going to say that because you always say that. Not my I clock, know. it has no hands. No, if one if one if it gets a broken clock, you know, how did it break? Did, oh, the hour hand fell off. Well, it's mm. never going to be right, is it? Yeah, I don't know. So, or the according, minute hand. According to this latest one, and this is from somebody else, that uh, Robert Kennedy Jr. wins the twenty-four presidential election. I thought JFK was still alive. JFK Jr. No, JFK. Apparently he faked his own. This is doing the rounds on Twitter at the moment. Oh, he faked uh, his own death? Yeah. He faked his own death and has been secretly running America in the shadows ever since. Uh, makes sense to me. The same prediction, the same people are also talking that Donald Trump is still the president of the United States and that this whole thing has been a, a designed, uh, Biden has been a designed puppet. Um, I believe some... that. <laughs> Stop it. We got complaints about the politics last year. That's true. Only from Democrats and liberals. And anybody else we have insulted. And just about everybody else, actually, I think. Probably because we have insulted everybody else. Well, you've got you've to be fair. Oh, you're in trouble. Come I'm in trouble. This. Yeah, according to this, luxury demand plunges EU. Uh, it goes Robin Hood introducing the wealth tax. Europe's Does it? Industri luxury industry with luxury giant. Oh, my God. You guys are in big trouble. You're going to get a luxury tax now. on. Uh, except EU. for one small thing. You're not in the EU. Britain <laughs> isn't a member of the EU. We bailed on that one four years ago. 
Mind you, they did say at the time that Britain would, it would be the, you know, doom and gloom. We wouldn't be able to buy bananas and we wouldn't be able to buy fruit chocolate. and vegetables and chocolate. And Classy. The sky would fall down and it was like a chicken little scenario. But here we all still are. Still as miserable as we were before we went before we exited the EU. Capitalism will will end in the USA. I can see that happening. Be Good luck with that. From what I'm seeing, it'll be replaced by um, what what's the current state politics of Guatemala? Guatemala. Well, how many Guatemalans are coming across the southern border? We're reading about. Yeah, you know what. Ecuadorians, Guatemalans, they're all giving, is it true they're all being given 5,000 bucks on the plane ride? Probably, who knows? <laughs> wow. No, I don't know. I can't tell code on that. Why? What? Why? Because I don't know. I don't know if it's true. Well, we, only see the, we only see the news. I mean, we're inundated. You know, as the, far as I know, there's nobody's getting $5,000. I can't even get $5,000. We tried crossing the southern border. I did suggest I crossed over three or four times. It still doesn't get anything. Yeah, it's kind of like Monopoly, isn't it? Cross the southern border, get two hundred pound, don't play grow. Yeah, jump over and do it again. Yeah. So uh, according to Notre Dame, uh, just minutes into twenty-four. Oh my God, it came true already. One of Notre Dame's terrifying predictions came true. While already, that's quick. <laughs> oh, well, hang on. let me just let me just quickly check. The Pope's still alive. King Charles III is still alive. Uh, the great Russian bear. I don't know. What else did he predict? <coughs> You'll get COVID again. <laughs> I think he predicted that. Yep. <laughs> oh, oh, dear. Coffee. As as my old grandma used to say, coffee up. It might be a. Well, it can't say sixpence because it means nothing to our American listeners. It might be a sixpence. Well, the saying in Britain, coffee it up, it might be a sixpence. It refers oh, to the cool. Christmas pudding because we used to put sixpences in. Oh, yeah, I used to put, uh, yeah. So, we, so you could, you know, choke somebody that you didn't like. Yeah, I bet you the government clamped down on that. And oh, that was disallowed. Yeah. EU regulations or something. Yeah, I'm sure it was. Yeah, you're not allowed to have money. <laughs> oh, that was the prediction. All right. So the prediction was uh, just minutes in 2024, Notre Dame's terrifying predictions came true. Well, his forecasts are often vague. <laughs> no, really? The 16th century French philosopher has been credited with accurately predicting the rise of uh, Adolf Hitler, <coughs> COVID. <laughs> yes. And uh, now, he has also predicted that a 7.6 magnitude earthquake will rock Japan on New Year's Day, so far killing 62 people, and he was right. That was a very specific um, quad train. Yeah, I know it, huh? Because normally he wrote in like... That was a story. Well, he wrote in really indistinguishable rhymes, didn't he, which were called quad so trains. like the way I talk, right? Yeah, kind of like the way you talk. <laughs> Um, so, but that was a particularly good one by um, by him. Mm, yeah. Of course, had it been any other earthquake fault, like the San Andreas, or they would have just switched the location, and uh, he'd have still been just as accurate. That's true. Would have been fine. 
Uh, oh, Notre Dame predicts in 2024 uh, that there will be confrontation with China in the UK. Uh, well, just in the UK. Yeah, just the UK. Nobody else likes the UK. You've got your you've got your one aircraft carrier over there. We've got two actually. Well, if you want to call them, Hackman's. Uh, but that's the, the, they are the same size as the American carriers. No, they aren't. Not this they are. Nothing's bigger than ours. We have the. Uh, they're not quite as big, but they're about ninety percent the size of the American carriers. And half of your people on board are Americans. But that's besides the point. Only when they're flying aircraft. Uh, <laughs> so, anyways, they they confronted. Uh, actually, specifically, it's oh, better, hey, you're better off than the freaking Russian airport, aircraft carrier. Is that is that still floating? I don't know. I can't tell you that. I'm it's forever. The minute, Ad- I don't know. <laughs> the Admiral Kuznetsov, I think it's called. I mean, it's permanently broken down. In fact, they, well, they did have two, but they sold one to the Indians. Who actually made it work. <laughs> uh, who then asked for their money. No, they asked for their money back because it was broken. Yeah, but um, they made it work. And then they made it work. They they. It's basically a Frankenstein carrier. It's, it's got uh, stuff, I think, from the UK and there's stuff from America and, and other countries as well. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, but we have two carriers, and both of them are fairly large. I was surprised. It is, it is true at the moment uh, that we don't have a full complement of what well, we can. We, can, but we, the plan always was that we we sail them with the U.S. Marine Corps as well, yeah. because of the way we operate. So I was surprised the French have a, a decent sized navy. They haven't I got a decent sized carrier though. I know. Yeah, they have a good carrier. They, do. they have one. One. Yeah, the uh, what the hell is it? Charles de Gaulle, I believe. Is it the Charles de Gaulle? I think it's uh, anyway. Back in my day, it used to be the Clemenceau. Yeah, could be. I figured it might be the Charles de Gaulle because it's got a big nose on it. So, anyways, Notre Dame is 24 predictions. Yeah, yeah, okay. So, we're, we're gonna have a fight with China in Britain. Well, no, Britain and China. I didn't say in Britain. Oh, we'll just fall out with them as usual. Mm. Oh, you'll love this one. This is this is so right on the button, right? Turmoil, oh, turmoil among the royal family. <laughs> Whoa. Does it mention Harry and Meghan by any chance? It doesn't mention anyone, that's all. Doesn't need to, I suppose. No. But climate, yeah. climate chaos. There's a there's a nice nice specific one as well. In what regards? It isn't. That's what <laughs> climate chaos could mean. Anything you know that, and I know that. Oh, it's a rainy day. That's climate. Oh, that's chaos. Oh, it's a bit snowy outside. Oh, that's climate. That's chaos. Actually, yeah. Anytime we have a storm. I was watching. Speaking actually of of climate, I was watching an interesting discussion the other day on on television. And it was between um, a meteorologist and a climate scientist. Excuse me. And the meteorologist was very pro, pro man-made anthropomorphic climate change, and blaming you know everybody, cows, farmers, cars, um, the royal family flying jets, everything, um, and saying that it's kind of an Al Gore apology. Um, yeah. uh, 
supporter, apologist. And we're saying that the there's no ice in, in the Arctic, it's all going away. And the climate scientist pointed out that, well, according to NOAA, your organisation, um, the Arctic ice is at the highest it's been for 22 years. So somebody's getting a bit mistaken, a bit, bit muddled up there. It's either no and no ice or lots of ice. Oh, here's one you, I bet it's going to catch you by surprise. Prince Harry could be king of England in 2024. That would be a surprise for Harry as well, I think. I imagine. I think so. I think it'd be a surprise to anyone. I mean, we have had second sons before, um, King George V, famously, um, after the abdication of... Um, but Harry is now about fifth in line to the throne. So it would be an extraordinary event indeed, because, first of all, Charles would have to either step down or die, followed by William, followed by George, his son, followed by his younger t his younger brother, so Harry's quite a way down the list now. I it's know. Not, I have no idea. It, unless, it, unless, of course, it's a, uh, what do you call one of those things that they, you know, revolts, uh, you know, used to. Unless the Chinese attack Windsor Castle and they were all at home, except for Harry. So Chris was famous here, here it is. Uh, Notre Dame's prediction uh, in, in a verse which uh, this is according to uh one of the verses in the quatrain, it's uh, describing combat and naval battle. He writes how the red adversary will become pale with fear from the great ocean in dread. The red adversary, referring to China, given the color of their flag, and the reference to naval conflicts are eerily uh, in light of escalated discussion with the uh, state of T Taiwan. Uh, so there you go. It's right there. Wow. Well, didn't it used to be that Russia was the uh, great yeah. red adversary? Yeah, well, because of the color of their flag as well. Yeah, I know. Any color red flag will do. Whatever one's hot for this particular month, year, or whatever. I'm going to get a new pope, but that's well, that's, another one. That's no big deal, though. I mean, well, we've had. We've got one. Have we got one now or two? Oh no, one. Because one died. The Pope Emeritus died, didn't he? Yeah. Well, that we know of. He may not have died. Well, it's really ruined. We can the only go by we. Yeah, but we can only go. He by could be ruined the Varelsi uh, as Paul is a puppet Pope. And, uh, he's the real moving force behind it because he's still alive. Maybe it's Trump. Mm -hmm. So according to uh, this article, uh, the Notre Dame successfully, from, uh, in one of his prophecies, uh, predicted in 2022 or 2023, uh, the increase in cost of living. He was an absolute genius, this guy. I know. So high will a bushel of weight rise that the man will be eaten, his fellow man. Uh, I don't think we've got that far now. I think we've got a long way to go before we reach that point. There's a lot of people I do not want to eat. 
Since February 2022, REIT prices have, have reached the highest level since the 2000s. Well, cannibalism has not quite taken hold. It, <laughs> it could be, it could be a metaphorical interpretation <laughs> of bloodshed over Ukraine. Oh my God! I, this sounds. I mean, this is, this reads a lot like. Oh, hang on. Uh, NASA delays its moon landing to twenty twenty six. 2026 as conspiracy theories are reignited online with one skeptic claiming the space agency can't even prove they went there the first time that's a british news headline for tomorrow morning live oh, sweet i'm excited is, about that. so there we go so nasa can't get to the moon this time and they can't even prove they've ever been before you you know why that uh the recent uh attempt to land on the moon uh has uh going awry don't you um are we talking about artemis yeah the, the latest one that they sent out there was going to drop on the moon but it seems that we broke the uh brotherhood of a uh, aliens uh pact that we had signed with the aliens not to return to the moon and of course they believe in non-aggression so they have sabotaged our things so that we can't land on it so that's what that is by by pointing the solar panels the wrong direction yeah exactly they sent their little alien guy out there to turn around and then their alien repair man and then the batteries of course ran out (laughs) (laughs) where did they come up with this crap (laughs) yeah just turn the solar panel hey hey splot just turn the solar panels around and then wait for the batteries to run down See, somebody is it is always something simple, though, isn't it? You know, the, the Mars landers, I mean, most of them never make it, and then nope, they launch they Hubble, they launch Hubble, and it needed glasses. True, so they sent up a pair of spectacles for that and fixed it. And now, yeah. oh, we're going back to the moon. Oh, except we forgot to charge the batteries. Yeah, I know it's it's amazing, but uh. You know, it's just too many. I mean, the what was the one I saw? I saw. I mean, you can't even fly in safety now, can you? Let's be honest. You can't even fly because there's a fake door that falls off. Right. Although the but, iPhone. Wait a minute. Wait a minute. Yeah, that's what I was going to say. But the iPhone fell sixteen hundred feet and or sixteen thousand feet and, and, uh, and survived. Was, it was still switched yeah. on. So and, my hand drops out of my pocket and the screen breaks. Figure that. And. Out. It, well, exactly. I was going to say it. That iPhone fell sixteen thousand feet. It was still switched on, still in airplane mode, still displaying the baggage check for the flight. Yeah. And a couple of years ago, I dropped one. It fell two feet onto a carpet and cracked the screen. Yeah. How's that work? I have no idea. You didn't get the. Extended that's the sort of. These are the sort of really modern day paranormal questions that need answering. That's paranormal, if you ask me. Well, it is, isn't it? It's, it's kind of like it goes against the grain because we we all know if your iPhone falls on a soft surface from a couple of feet, it's kaput. Mm. But now you can chuck it out of an aeroplane at 16,000 feet and it works fine. Mm. You see, right. these are these are the real paranormal anomalies that we need to investigate. We need to, you know, maybe liaise with Boeing. 
and get a plane up there and start chucking iPhones around. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they should be tested those, actually. Um, the latest one I saw was, well, I don't know. Oh, I saw it. So I'll just give you, I want the sources. I'm not. It landed in the backyard, didn't it? It said that that uh, Satan uh, has actually uh, been in cahoots with that government and designed the satellites that orbit Earth to intercept prayers from God so that uh, our prayers go unanswered because uh, uh, our government and other governments through Satan's work has develop these satellites to intercept God's prayers. Well, that's a complete utter rubbish. Oh, it makes perfect clear to me. It makes sense. No, because, I mean, how can you put satellites up the Earth as flat? <laughs> Good, so, point. Good point. So what, what, what are they doing? Just hanging them off the chandeliers? Like, you know, because mm-hmm. apparently the, the sun is only 4,000 miles away or they are kind of suspended on this dome or ceiling mm-hmm. and so where's where are the satellites going are they just did they go up with a hook and then like just hook them on like a big mesh have, like, you know maybe like maybe it's like a clothesline where they they put them on like a coat with a clothesman and then pull the, the rope and it goes puts them out over the thing so well you see that whole thing about satellites and that conspiracy about satan developing satellites to reflect flirt for, uh, or block prayers reaching intercept yeah yeah I mean, it's obviously nonsense if the Earth is flat, which thousands of people believe. True. The ones although we've still yet to get game. what, although we've still yet to find one to get onto the show, despite asking yeah. for the last. So I've written about seven or eight seven, to about seven or eight of these like very well-known flat Earthers here in the UK, inviting them to come onto the show. And what hmm. you say, know, what? Yeah. And they just don't. Mm. They say it's self-evident um, that the Earth is flat, and they have no need to prove it. Yeah, I, I did manage to get on the other show, the uh, Next Generation. I did get a hollow Earther, which was intriguing. That would have been equally fascinating because you can go right the way I back to. Didn't Admiral Byrd uh, start that one by flying off up to the North Pole and then yeah, popping yeah, inside? Yeah. Pop where he inside. saw jungles and dinosaurs yep. and all. And they all know him, so. Yeah. Well, he's a very famous, he was a very famous American explorer. Above and below the earth, evidently. Now, you see, I'm betting everybody under the age of 30 doesn't have a clue what you've been talking about here. we got to go anyway, so. Oh, aren't our listeners fortunate? Yeah, I guess they are. If anyway. they're still there. Yeah. Anyways, uh, yeah, that's our... Uh, Turn of the uh, year show uh, where we talked about stuff. And uh, so I hope you enjoyed it. Uh, predictions are always interesting. Um, I, I yes, saw you know, another latest one that the solar flares are going to knock us out of orbit and we're going to be uh, turned into an ice planet. That's another one. So you're going to say flares are going to make a comeback. Ah, uh, he's dead, isn't he? <laughs> I meant the trousers. Mm. Oh, those you know, can, I met the rest yeah, <laughs> No, do you remember you used to have to walk down the street as a teenager yeah. and whip, whip any passerby to death as you walk past them? Uh, we call them bell bottoms here in the US. Well, that's nice for you. Mm. So, anyway. 
All right, we do have to go, I guess. So uh, we want to thank everyone for listening here. Uh, and we want, you. we want to wish you a happy new year and a prosperous and healthy new year. And uh, yeah, don't get COVID. Yeah, it's not good. It'll kill you. Not, well, me, it will. But anyways, <laughs> thank you for listening and uh, stay tuned for Ghost Chronicles Next Generation, where we will have a sea witch on, which I have no idea what a sea witch is. Is that like a siren or a mermaid? I don't know. Well, the sea witch is quite, quite closely related to the sandwich. Ah, good, good, good. Anyways, we're brought to you by Circles of Wisdom, 286 Merrimack Street, Methuen, Massachusetts, the Grant Messier Family Log on 15 High Street, North Methuen, Massachusetts, and our very good friends on Ghost Chronicles Radio and Patreon. Become a member of Ghost Chronicles Radio on Patreon. Get access to, uh, to a bunch of things for like three bucks a month. So thank you so much for listening and stay tuned for Ghost Chronicles Next Generation. to ghosties, long-leggedy beasties, and things that go bump in the night. Deliver us, good Lord.